we we understand support, but so many people are afraid to ask for it or afraid to really use it. And my everything that I have has not worked unless I have support. Everything that I do has not succeeded unless I have support, whether I've asked for it or I've pushed on it or needed it in any way. And I think the support that I've had from people believing in me and pushing me and being willing to step in with me and say, you got this, like it's, it's everything in, in terms of what's helped me to where I am. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today I'm very excited to have one of my good girlfriends, but you probably know her considering she has close to a million followers on social media. Doc Jen Fit is on the show. She is the creator of the Mobility Method, the Optimal Body Podcast. She is a doctor of physical therapy. And today we talk all about leaps of faith she has taken in her life and her business to create a life and business that is absolutely thriving. You guys are going to love Jen and love this episode. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast today. I am unbelievably excited, as I always am for my guests, but today I'm extra specially excited for one of my good girlfriends. You know her because she does have 675,000 followers on social media, and they are all real, which I'm super excited about because I know this woman. She is as real as they come. Doc Jen Fit is how you know her. Her name is Jenna Scare. She's a good friend of mine. Actually, is it now even <gasps> the new name? Oh my God, I introduced you the wrong name. Introduce yourself, Mrs. No Longer Doc Jen Fit. Jenna <laughs> Well, it is Dr. Jen Ferboni. It hasn't legally actually been changed yet, only on Instagram, oh <laughs> which makes gosh. it kind of official, right? I mean, whatever. But yes, that is going to be my new last name, Dr. Jen Ferboni. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am loving it. But let's go by Doc Jen Fit because everyone on the planet yes. knows you as that. Even people, even if I use the word Dr. Jen Ascara, they'd be like, I'm I'm confused. Who is that? You know, Doc Jen Fit. Oh, I even call you that to like friends. Do you do people call you that? I mean, not anyone that I actually really know. <laughs> but people who come say hi to me like Doc Jen. Yeah. But a lot of people who also come to say hi, they just say Jen, which I absolutely love too. Yeah, because you are Jen. Um, 
Jen and I met many years ago at a event. Um, and I will tell you, she made a huge impact in my life. She knows this. I've said this uh, a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand times again. She's just one of the most honest, sincere, real, vulnerable, kind people I've ever met. And we've stayed in touch and, you know, been friends over the years. And uh, she's actually spoke at my event in person in Austin a few years ago before the world was shut down. And you not only are a doctor of physical therapy, but you have this massive online president presence with the mobility method. You have your podcast, the optimal body podcast, but you know, you have done so many leaps of faith in your life. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about on today's podcast, the decide it's your turn podcast, deciding it is your turn to do all of these crazy things that you've done in life. And we haven't officially introduced you, so you might as well introduce yourself, but, um, I definitely do want to go down this path. You know, obviously this isn't a, a health and wellness podcast, but I believe deciding and thriving and living a life that you absolutely love has a lot to do with what you actually do. And you've helped me through so many things, uh, physically and mentally, but, um, introduce yourself, Jen, Doc Jen. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me here. I'm super honored and just grateful for our friendship through the years. hundred percent. You've inspired me as well in so many different ways, but yeah, I mean, doctor physical therapy, is what I'm formally known as. Do I work in a clinic? No. So I do still treat like very rarely one-on-one, not right now in this capacity after I've been married, we're traveling around and we're really experiencing life together in this new chapter and new stage of life. Um, However, we have an app, a membership, uh, just the the process of trying to help people move into their body, get to know their body and trust their body again is always my number one thing. I am a guiding light into helping you fix you. I'm not going to fix you myself because that's not what physical therapists or clinicians do. We we guide you and give you the tools so that you can really help yourself. And so that's my way of trying to do this online and in social media and in this new world and new age that we have the ability and the capacity to, that's my goal, my why. Mm. It's so funny because I actually feel like even as a coach, you know, the confidence, the mindset, and all the things I've always said, you know, I give you nothing. I give you the tools and I give you almost like the external perspective so you can go and decide what is best for you. And that is exactly what you do through therapy online. You give us these amazing videos and these tools to heal ourselves, heal like what is actually ailing us. You know, um, for those who don't know, I my back has a tendency that is where I carry my stress, my lower back and my back has a tendency to go out. And over the years, Jen has been very helpful in not only giving me the actual physical exercises that I can do, but like the breathing techniques and like, you know, the stimulation. And because you do understand the human body, you know, I think we live in a world right now and, you know, nothing against Western medicine, but you know, you're almost like an Eastern type of medicine. Like, I don't know. How how do you describe what you do? Because you actually realize that like if someone has shoulder pain, oftentimes you actually realize it's much more than shoulder pain. Yeah. Well, because pain is not just physical. 
it's not just, you know, yes, of course, if I bump into something, if I sprain an ankle, those are acute episodes of pain that's going to send signals to my brain that something happened to the tissues, that something happened to my body, right? But a lot of the times when we're feeling these aches and pains come on, it's my brain actually sending the signals to those areas, just like you. I love how you said, I carry the stress in my low back, right? That's because your brain is sending those signals to those areas where it's already been before. Your brain kind of knows and says, well, we've had pain here before. And if I'm super stressed and holding a lot of inflammation, I can just go here and alert you that, hey, we're not okay. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with those tissues. And the more that we just continue to learn, it should be a Western and Eastern thing. <laughs> you know, it shouldn't just be like this line in the sand kind of thing in this division, but it's, it's the more that we continue to learn about the body. We know that we're so interconnected and it all is coming from our brain. Our brain is, is the thing that's perceiving the messages and it's the thing that's telling us what, when is, when something is wrong. Like people who don't feel things, say you have diabetes, you get neuropathy, you stop feeling pain within your feet and it becomes very, very dangerous. You don't feel when you step on something. You don't have those signals to those areas anymore because the nerves are kind of deadened in those areas. And that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes scary. And we have to start to take care of it in a way that we can't use our brain to sense it. And so the fact that our brain senses these signals, these pains, these aches, that's absolutely amazing. And we don't just get to then look at the physicality of what's happening in those tissues, because oftentimes the body is so good at healing itself, like so brilliant at healing itself, especially if it's tissue related. So then we have to go to, okay, well, what else is happening in my life that can be stimulating stress, inflammation, and triggering these episodes within my brain to tell me that I'm feeling this pain? Like what else could be happening in life? And I think when we really start to take a step back and journal, when am I having the pain? Is it at work? <laughs> is it when my kid is screaming? You know, like when we really start to kind of break it down and just use the science that we're now learning, it, it is a Western thing. It is a all receptive thing. And we get to look at the whole picture and the whole person rather than just the pain. Mm, it's so true because when I first throughout my back, I now can understand, but like every time my back has gone out, it's been in a very high stressed situation. You know, um, the first one, I, I, I can't even remember how many years ago it first started happening, but obviously I was at a place where, you know, if you've been a long time listener to the show, you know, that like, I am not the same person now as I always have been. And it's taken a lot of work through, through that, but my back used to go out in very high stress situations. I also remember my, my back went out right before my wedding because I was super stressed out. I remember my back went out when I was visiting my grandma who I thought was going to die, you know, but I did put kind of a line in the sand. It was so interesting because what you're talking about there is like really figuring out where your pain is actually coming from, because it's so interesting. Like I would, I was told by a doctor in the golf world, who's very high up that I was going to have to have surgery on my back and that, you know, um, I was never going to be able to use my bat, like my bowels could have started going out and like all of these things and knock on wood, but you know, three or four years later, I have never in my life taken 
you know, a prescription pain pills for my back, nor have I gotten surgery. And there was times where I literally could not get off the floor, but it was so interesting when I was talking to you and you were giving me breathing exercises, you were giving me strength exercises, mobility exercises, and you even had me do something, you know, with a knife down my leg to stimulate the nerves. Like, There was so many tools that you had that I never have ever gotten surgery or taken prescription medicine. And I was advised to get surgery because I was in such bad shape. So I I think the work that you're doing is absolutely incredible. And like, obviously, if you follow me, you probably know who Jen is. I mean, again, 675,000 followers. But I want to talk about you know, this podcast deciding it's your turn. I want to talk about the leap of faith that you had to take and where you were in your life, where you had to transition or you made the decision to transition from working in in practice doctor of physical therapy to basically, and maybe I'm wrong here, but you were probably one of the, you know, pioneers to the online space. You want to talk a little bit about like that leap of faith and like why it was important and what it is that made you decide that like you were no longer in alignment with what you were doing in a clinic. Yeah. So it was kind of like different phases of things that were happening. Um, I, so my social media, started to grow by accident, by the way, um, <laughs> based on posting calisthenic stuff. And I got involved with the calisthenic community. And this was through school. So I was in grad school. And this became my escape, like, oh, I have all these amazing calisthenic and acro yoga people I get to hang with on the weekends and not have to think about school. And I started competing in it. And it was truly my escape. And that's how my social media started to grow. It was all fitness. And then once I graduated, I was like, you know what? Screw the social media stuff. I'm focusing on being a PT. That's what I'm here for. And I had a friend actually, uh, Vinny Pham, and he was already growing quite well in social media on rehab. And no one had done this. He was like the pioneer truly in social media space. And he said, you know what? People think that you do yoga and you're upside down all the time. Just start teaching based on, you know, people who might do these poses or what they might feeling based on the anatomy and what you do know about the body. And I was like, all right. I mean, I could try. I don't know if anyone would be interested in this. And so I just tried and I put out a video about kind of like opening up your upper back in order to help improve your will pose. And all of a sudden... (laughs) I, that, that video did way better than any of my fitness stuff. And I was like, what? Like people actually don't know about this. I thought it was super basic information. I thought everyone knows this. Why would I put it out there? And I just kind of took the leap of faith of, of trying something new, guided, being, allowing myself to be guided from my friend who said, Hey, here's a structure that I use, use a similar structure, but in what you know. And so I did, and it worked. And the more I kind of tapped into it, the more it started to grow. And it was, that was super scary. First of all, putting myself out there in that aspect, because imposter syndrome, I'm a new physical therapist who just graduated. Who am I to put information out? I had chiropractors, physical therapists, people I admired following me. And I'm like, what if I say something stupid? (laughs) But it was really just like, okay, what I do know right now can always change and that's okay. I can continue to learn and my information can change. Here's what I know right now. And 
why not put that out there? If people are getting helped by it, if people are, are asking more questions and interested, then let me just start to like guide into that and see what happens. And that's what I did. And it was, I, I started getting different sponsorships or different things kind of reaching out and wanting to work with me. And I had to say no to certain things because I was working at the clinic. I was working my nine to five job. And it was one time that I was able to shoot for a magazine. It happened to be on a Saturday. So it was fine. Like didn't impede my work schedule. But at that moment, I thought, what if it wasn't on a Saturday? What if it was on a Monday or a Wednesday and I couldn't get the work off? What would I do then? Would I pass up this opportunity that could put me in possibly more eyes in order to help more people or do I stay where it's safe and stay in my job and it was like literally in that moment that I just had a light bulb moment and no matter how many people before had told me leave like you could do all this stuff it had to come when I was ready to truly step in I also proved that it would work so I had taken on clients on the side Uh, I went to a CrossFit I kind of collaborated with them and decided to work as a private physical therapist outside of my nine to five full-time job already as well. So I was proving that I can take clients on the side. I was proving that I can do my own thing. And so once I got that shoot, I texted all three of my bosses who own the clinic. And I said, we need to talk on Monday. (laughs) And they were honestly very receptive and, and super nice. And Immediately, I remember getting a text back from one of them that said, please don't leave us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you already know what's happening. And I went in on Monday and I told them, you know, I have clients already like ready for me and I have a lot to figure out with going out on my own. So I'm going to need to give you a week's notice. And I gave them literally a week's notice instead of two weeks and ended up leaving my job and taking that leap of faith. And I've never looked back. And it's been the greatest gift to really listen to myself and and step into what's scary and see what's possible. And things only continue to open up from the opportunity that I gave myself to step in. Mm. Oh, there's just so much there. I think it's just so important. It's like, I think one thing that oftentimes, you know, I've heard Mel Robbins, who I, I love, but I've often, I've heard her before say, if you have 90 days uh, window quit everything that you're doing and jump in, even if you have no idea how you're going to do it, as long as you have 90 day runway. I, I agree with that. You know, she's Mel Robbins. She can say whatever the hell she wants, but I love, (laughs) I love how you said you were willing to kind of take the leap of faith, but you also were on the side. You were also kind of figuring out what it was going to look like before you went full in. You know, oftentimes people ask me all the time, is it okay to do both? And I always say like, there's a lot of times it is more than okay to do both because it gave you the mindset and the ability to go, Oh, this actually is going to work. It's not like you had, you know, I don't know if you had fully replaced your income or I didn't, you know, you didn't have a full clientele, but you had enough information to know that, oh, this might actually work and I can actually take the leap now and go all in and see what actually can happen. I love that you talked about that because I think it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, that that's exactly what I did. And I hear a lot of people who just say, take the leap of faith and go do it. And as much as I agree, 
prove that what you're doing is actually one, something you like and you're passionate about. Like if I didn't like working on my own, if I didn't like doc, like you have to understand also you go off on your own. And at first you don't have any help. I have no help, right? So I'm scheduling my own patients. I'm creating my own thing. I'm communicating with everyone. You are the administration, the bookkeeping and the, the help all at the same time, you know, so you're doing it all. And I was, but the fact that I could do that, work my full-time job, grow my social media, I proved that I could put more on my plate and I can get it done and it can happen. And I think you get to prove to yourself that you can do it and that people want what you have to offer. And when you step in in a bigger way, it's only going to explode. And that's what I did. I proved that it would work. I proved that I can get the, the clients that I wanted on my own and that I could work the way I wanted to without having to be at a clinic and working under someone else. So it just, it, for me, it all made sense. And it was, it was funny because it was like leaving the clinic. There's so many things that I had told them that I could help with in terms of social media. Here's what you could do. And they never took it seriously until the moment that I was like, I'm ready to leave. They're like, here's what we can do for you. And I'm like, no, I already figured it out on my own. Good luck with your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was just such a beautiful way for me to step away. And I had one boss and he was really the PT within it who, who got to see what I did. And he sat down with me in the office by himself and he said, listen, they're going to want me to tell you to stay and do whatever I can to make you stay. And I'm going to tell you, you don't need us. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And he was, I was like, yeah, they said, if I want to come back, I can. He was like, you're not going to need to, like, you're going to be fine. And he really like pushed, like, go do it. And it was cool to be able to get that kind of support and be seen in that way. Do you think that that is the thing that allowed you to step over that imposter syndrome? Because I know so many people, you know, you were young, you were just out of school. Like, it's not like you had this fantastic lifelong reputation. Do you think that that is the thing that you needed to kind of say, to burst through the imposter syndrome? Like, who am I to do this? Do you think that guy kind of gave you that little bit of confidence that you needed until you gained your own? 100%. Like even me starting to put more educational stuff on social media when I thought that, who am I to do this? My friend Vinny, the fact that he believed in me and told me, do it, you know, he pushed me. I think we we understand support, but so many people are afraid to ask for it or afraid to really use it. And my everything that I have has not worked unless I have support. Everything that I do has not succeeded unless I have support, whether I've asked for it or I've pushed on it or needed it in any way. And I think the support that I've had from people believing in me and pushing me and being willing to step in with me and say, you got this, like it's, it's everything in, in terms of what's helped me to where I am. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I'm just thinking about this now, because in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about how you were a massive massive influence to me in the beginning of starting my journey right before I decided to do um, my own event. I remember the day I thought, oh my God, my life would be just like, and I could cry about it right now. And you know this, like you helped me so much. The day that I called you to ask to be a speaker at my event, that my first real in-person mastermind that I did in California, it was near your, it was near your house. And we had met through an event and I had 
got your contact information. I remember the day I sent you this text message and you guys, if you can possibly imagine, I'm crying right now, but like, I literally, it probably took me two hours to send her this text message. I was like, perhaps maybe if you're not busy, if possible, perhaps thinking like you can say no, like who am I? And you were just so kind because I wanted you to come over and lead a workout and talk to the girls at the mastermind. And I remember thinking of you as this like person on a pedestal that I just respected so much. And you'd been in the online space and I was so new and you're like, yeah, absolutely. Let me know when, and I'd love to do it. And I, I truly believe in that instant, I was like, I had this extra gear. I was like, holy shit, this person who's in this industry, who I respect the hell out of just said yes to me. And I'm a nobody at this time for sure. And the fact that you said yes to me, and I think that like, it's just so interesting. We all have these people in our lives and whether they know it or they they don't. And I've told Jen this a hundred times because I really want her to know that like, she gave me that extra kick that I needed in life. And I hope that I can do that for other people now, but it was really that moment of just like being like, oh my gosh, this person that I admire so much just said yes to me. And it was almost like you had said yes. And so I was like, I doubled down to make sure I wasn't even going to let you down because it was that imposter syndrome on my side too. I'd be like, this better be the best freaking thing ever. If Doc Jen Fit just told me she would come and teach my girls, I better make sure that this is freaking awesome. And I just need you to know that. Like, I know that you know, but it's, it's interesting. It's very similar to the experience that you had with that doctor. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. I mean, it's just, it's so funny. I mean, I've definitely been in moments like that too, where I've asked people like, Oh, maybe possibly, but yeah, (laughs) you know, I can, I can remember doing that too and getting that yes of like, yep, I'll come help you. Let me, let's meet up or whatever it may be. It just, it, it also reminds you that everybody is a person Mm -hmm. and we don't like not to hold anyone on pedestals, right? We're people where we get to connect as humans and the number one thing that people want is connection. And if they can help you in some way, if they have the capacity, right? Obviously every person like to eat your own in terms of capacity of what you can handle, but people want to be connected with. And if we just asked, if we just showed the support. And I think the reason too, why it was so easy to say yes to you is because of the human that you showed me when I met you and how welcoming and nice and generous I am still a recovering, like shy person. (laughs) I am still trying to break out of my shell around people that I don't know. And so when I have someone who shows up with such open arms and is ready to talk I'm like oh okay this feels good (laughs) so you also made it such an easy environment to connect with and I think that is such a powerful statement in itself is like if you make yourself to connection with other people like you never know what can happen from there Oh, well, thank you. But you know, it's so interesting too, because in my former life in the golf industry, I also, I used to call myself the human connection expert. And like, because that's what I did. I was on the golf course. I was the facilitator of connection on the golf course. Corporations used to hire me to hang out with, you know, executives or clients or whatever, and make connections on the golf course. And I I think that you've hit a, hit the nail on the head there is like, if you can connect with another human being on a human level, there's 
there's something so miraculous about that experience. And it can be two people from two different demographics, two different social environments, two different economic environments. But if you have the ability to connect with another human being on a human level, like that's game changing, like it is life changing. And there's so much that can be learned from that. I just, I love that you said that. So thank you so much. I just, I am. Yeah. When you made kind of switch corners, because I think that like, that was a big leap of faith for me was asking you and you had a big leap of faith by leaving the physical therapy, like the traditional practice. And I actually remember you were actually talking about, you were on a board at one point in time. And you're like, this was a difficult situation for you to kind of figure out what your life looked like online versus, you know, in a traditional practice. When you were making like these big, you know, transitions to doing something completely different, have you ever, like, obviously we know you've had a ton of success and I do want to talk about like your membership programs and your podcast and all the things, but was there ever like a big failure that you have had in this? Because I think most people, you know, get on podcasts and we all talk about all of the things that we do so well. Was there ever something that you've done in your career that like, it was a big leap and it didn't work out the way that you thought? Um, you know, I, I think it's almost like little things every day is what I can look at, like posts that don't perform well. Why didn't that hit the way that I thought it would? Why? And it, it, it's like a continual stream of, of what's working, what's not working rather than like big hits, I would say. Um, there's moments where it's like programs I've launched have done way over what I thought they were going to do. And then I try exactly the same thing and it's like half as well, right? Which doesn't mean that it failed to me if it was half as well as a huge freaking thing that I didn't expect to do well, that's still well for me. So I wouldn't say there were like monumental, huge failures. I would say there's just little things where I observe, okay, if this did so well, and then all of a sudden did half as well, why did it do half as well? Like what happened in there? What was the disconnection? And I've had moments where I've launched a you know, in a similar manner, but I was like, Hey, you can get this for this percentage off. And then you can also do this and you can get this membership for like a free month. And then you could do that. And like trying to do too many things at once. And I realized on like day one of that launch, I completely lost everyone. I felt the disconnection. I felt like there was more people asking questions than excited. And I thought I lost people. I confused them. And so the next day I immediately, or that night, I immediately changed the structure of the launch, made it super simple, completely took out like the extra bonus stuff. And the next day when I started talking about it, I felt the connection. So it's like almost these, and, and with the connection results and numbers started rolling in. And so that's what I'm looking at. Like, how am I, am I disconnected from people and they're not understanding it? They're not seeing it. They're not understanding the value or seeing my passionate, my passion in it, or am I connecting? And as a result, things will happen. Money will come, people will buy, but it's because of that connection to what I'm, what I'm using, what I'm giving, what I'm providing for people. And so I'm always looking at these little micro failures, I would almost say, rather than like the big things that didn't work. 
Mm. I think it's super interesting because one of the things that you keep saying is like the connection to your audience, the connection to your people. I mean, it's the exact same thing. I think that is one of the reasons why I think you are so successful online is you have such a deep connection with people online. Like people know who you are. Like they can tell your spirit. It's so interesting. I even have clients who, when they came and saw you either at my mastermind or your my event in Austin that you spoke at, every single person had said like, they feel like this genuine, like deep connection with you as a human being, because they can see who you are. And I think that that is just like bang on. That is it. That is the reason why I, that I just had this huge, massive connection. That is the reason why people love your programs online is because they have this deep connection to you. I I think of you and, and I don't, I'm sure you know, this person, have you ever heard of this uh, yoga girl called Adrian yoga with Adrian or whatever? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's got like tens of millions of followers or whatever on YouTube. Right. But that's exactly like the experience, the feeling that I have with her and you together. It's like, I feel like you're sitting in my living room and and with you, it's a little different with me because like, I know you as a friend, but like, it's the same type of experience that you provide in your videos is because you're deep down on that human connection level. And I tell that to all of the people that I'm working with, like business-wise too. I'm like, you have to think about like the people and the actual connection before anything else. Like I don't actually have to think, and I'm sure it's very similar to you. Like if you do your job correctly and you connect with people, you never have to worry if the launch is quote unquote going to work or you're going to make the money because you know, if you do that job correctly, it's like, duh, of course it's going to be fine. Of course you're going to get paid. Of course the people are going to come in. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's everything. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> what you said. That's super, <laughs> super nice to hear all those kind words. Um, but, but yeah, it, it, that's, that's all my goal is connection. And especially if you're a personal brand and you're the freaking face of it, you better hope that people feel connected to who you are and it's going to help in sales that much more. So one thing that we kind of didn't talk about here, but like a couple of years ago, you had, um, a, a lot of personal things go on, um, mm-hmm. on online in the online space. And you kind of like had this hard time. Let's just say it was a very hard experience for you. I remember when I found out we were coming out to LA, I think it was like in 2018, maybe was that the year? Yeah. yeah. 2018 in the fall of 18, and you were going through a really, really hard time personally. And as a personal brand, do you think at that point in time, it's like you needed to step away and take care of you? Because I now know you are absolutely thriving, not only in business, but in your personal life. And I think that like how you got there, it almost like, and because I want people to realize on this podcast, you know, like it's when you're deciding it's your turn for life, business relationships, whatever it is, I want people to always know that it's like not this smooth, like easy peasy road. Yeah, Jen's like so successful and all the things, but you really had a hard time. And I think that during that hard time, if you want to talk a little bit about it as much as you're comfortable with, but talking a little bit about like how you really needed to come centered to yourself in order to really be thriving in life now. And on the other side of this, you are truly thriving and, but you had to go through those hard things. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, just like you said, I, I went through something that I had a failure in a personal, (laughs) in a personal place. You know, I had a relationship of 
four and a half years blow up in my face. And it was a really hard time because it wasn't anything I had ever anticipated, expected anything. So it was like, how do I navigate this and, and go into work? And, um, it was so funny. I, about a month after that, I actually did a shrooms journey with a friend, um, (laughs) which I'm comfortable talking about, but it was, it was like a one-on-one experience of really being led through. And I remember you know, she was like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm not doing anything right now. Like I'm taking a step back from, from work. And And then I remember, and she was like, well, what are you doing? And then I started naming off all these different things. And I looked at her and I'm like starting into the trip. And I was like, oh my God, I just named a lot of stuff. (laughs) Like as much as I feel like I had taken a step back, I was still doing. And it made me realize how much I was doing still and not being in myself. And so it, I mean, one that just cleared up so much space of gratitude and connection and all these things that. Um, if you're going to do it, be led through with a, with a person, I, I would say. Especially so for those time. of the people that don't know, do you, is this an ayahuasca journey? Is that what it's called? No. So I did, I did mushrooms. Okay. Um, so yeah, talk a little bit about this. Cause it, I have no, idea. I, I know yeah. Danny and Jill have done ayahuasca and I still yeah. don't even really know what that is, but tell us what this shrooms journey is and what is the purpose <laughs> of it? Well, now yeah. this is where the podcast gets juicy. Perfect. Go ahead. Fill us in, sister. Um, okay, so it's it's uh, psilocybin. That's technically like the psychedelic that shrooms is. So it is not ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is a little bit more intense, I would say. Psilocybin's a little, like you can use it in, in many different ways. You can use it in microdosing that a lot of people use either for anxiety or for clarity, different things. Um, I took a larger dose and was led through with a practitioner in order to have an experience within my body. Now, mind you, before this, I maybe had tried weed like twice. I, I, I didn't smoke. I didn't do anything like, and in my previous relationship, there was a lot of like, mm, I don't know, like, judgments around it. So I was even afraid to even entertain this. Like, no, no, I'm clean. I'm clear. Like, I don't do this. And I had a lot of preconceived judgments about it as well. And so coming out of that relationship, I was like, well, shoot, I need anything that's going to help me move through this and come back to me and all of that. And so I talked to my friend who I know led ceremonies and I said, would you like, I'm, I'm open. I'm, I'm open to this experience and seeing what is what could be hidden inside me that I'm not aware of and all that kind of stuff. And so I took a larger dose dose of this and psychedelics can be really, really, really powerful when used, I think in a guiding way Um, and with people that you're super comfortable with to be able to open up deeper layers of you that you, that might've been subconscious that you're not thinking about, that you're not aware of. And like at that moment, this is a month after everything blew up in my face and I had cried about the situation, but then I like really went deep in about like my grandma and my family and people that, and I realized like I've had such greater love in my life. I've had like things I've, I I opened up up to her about things I feel shamed about, things I've never said before, even in personal development programs, I've never said them before. And it unlocked this deeper, deeper level of, of shame and guilt and things that I've never 
talked about or allowed myself to experience and say and and having the space of being led by someone who could hold that was absolutely incredible and it just it made me realize my gosh my my life that I've led I'm so freaking grateful <laughs> like beyond grateful of this life that I've been given and the support that I've had and the love that I've had and it just unlocked so many deeper levels and I do think that when used appropriately, psychedelics can have such a powerful unlocking effect. And that really just takes you to these levels that you haven't yet opened up to or haven't wanted to open up to. Yeah. We've never used um, psychedelics at my retreats, but I feel like when you are in a personal, like, space where it's so much vulnerability and so safe. Like I will tell you by far, I feel like my retreats have like this like crazy unlocking experience. Like the shit that has like literally cleared for people who have been to my retreats, it's like literally life-changing. Like their lives are changed once they leave. So it's very similar to like what you're talking about. I feel like every single one of us needs like the breakdown to the breakthrough and you got to make sure you're doing it in a really, really safe space to where like once you do break through, then the work begins after that too, though. My gosh. And I love what you said about being, being versus doing the whole entire reason why I changed my social media handle to be Christina is like, I need to just start being Christina, not golf, Christina, not wife, Christina, not this Christina, not business, Christina, like being Christina. And every time, like when life kind of gets out of whack, or for instance, when my back goes out, I'm a lot more doing Christina than I am being Christina. So tell us, little bit after after you figured out you had to quit doing Jen and started being Jen uh it just opened up so much space for me like I really did take a big 2018 was my biggest year personally that I had had in business uh because that's what I got to focus on the most I got to I I couldn't focus on personal stuff because it was it was out of my control. And this was before everything blew up, but I still felt like I, I don't have a grasp on this. So this business is the only thing I can focus on. So it ended up being an amazing growth year uh, for me and one of my biggest yet for business. And so me taking a step back still meant that I got to write off of a lot of what I had from the previous year, which I was so grateful for. Um, so I just took a big step back. It doesn't mean that I stopped things. I still ran like a few challenges that year that launched into programs, but I didn't like, I did six challenges, six launches in 2018. I did maybe two or three in 2019, you know? So it was about half the amount of work that I was doing before. And all I was focused on was healing. What do I need to do in order for me to get through? Because when I had this shift happen, I had a big freedom happen, like, oh my freaking goodness, I can listen to myself. I had been thinking that I was going crazy. I had shingles because I thought I was going crazy. Like so much had happened within my body that it finally freed me up. But now it's like, okay, now with this freedom, what do I, like, how do I move through the delusion that I felt like I was before? And so I sought support. I talked to therapists. I went to Christina, Christine Hassler's, um, retreat as well for women. I went to a retreat for women with Krista Petty, who does like somatic healing. I talked a lot with her on, on different, you know, personal one-on-one sessions. And I just allowed myself to, 
seek friends and seek support and listen to my body. And I shared my entire journey on social media. And it was super healing to be able to do that because I got thousands, 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 still get them to today, still to today, people thanking me for sharing my story because so who, who doesn't go through infidelity and cheating and, you know, stuff like that. It happens. And so, and it doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. It just means we weren't maybe necessarily listening to ourselves well enough and, and trusting that within ourselves. And so me talking about my journey and what I processed and how I went through stuff and how do you trust again and how do you get back to you? That was my whole focus of 2019. And it opened up space for me to meet someone way too early that I was supposed to meet. I was about to say that leap was a big one right there, right off fresh. Like you were like fresh off of that healing journey. And I remember when you told me you were seeing someone, I was like, damn girl, look at you leap. (laughs) That's why it was, it was, I will admit it was early. Yeah. And, but at the same time I met him and we were, we connected right off the bat. Um, we went deep on conversation. We went just core values. I was super clear on my core values. I had written down exactly who I am, what I want in partnership and what my core, core values are, you know, like meaning deeper than external, deeper than work or, or working out or like even deeper than like deep what are your core values that you are non-negotiables for you and I had written those down and he was just kind of like hitting them just naturally through conversation I was like what is that (laughs) and then when he visited for the first time because he was living in Minnesota when he visited California and we had this magical weekend that just flowed uh, it was just like I remember telling a friend is this you know, what it means when you know, you know, and she was like, girl, you're crazy. You just met him. <laughs> but it, let's just talk something. about that one, two, one thing went really quickly though, because I want people to always leave with a tangible. And I think that it's really important. I know a lot of people are, you know, I'm very thankful. I've been with my husband for like a decade or whatever the hell, 18 years. That's way more than a decade, long damn time. But I think the fact that you knew like right down what your core values are. And a lot of people have to get to what those are. See, the thing is, it's not even in a relationship, but a lot of people don't know what their core values are as a human being. Like, what do you value yourself? I love that you said that. That is a huge step. If you do not know what your values are, it is really hard to get into a relationship because you sure as a hell are going to be like flip-flopping around if you don't know what yours are. Thank you for saying that or it's going to change. You're going to change your core values for someone else. And you're going to end up miserable ultimately because you're not honoring your, your true self. So right away, we obviously feel this connection and he's like, I can already see making you my girlfriend. I'm like, wait, here's what I want. And I was so clear about who I am, what I want in partnership and what I'm ready for in my life. I, um, in my 30s. So I was like, I'm ready for partnership. That is my life partnership. And not to put any pressure on you. I'm just saying like, this is where I'm stepping into. And I and I will want kids in my life and not, you know, pretty soon. And I will, you know, and, and, and I need someone connected with family and I need you to meet my family and all this stuff and all these things that would traditionally what I was taught scare someone away. Don't scare someone away. Don't say things too soon. Well, I threw all that out the window and I'm going to tell you, please throw it out the window. If you scare someone away, they're not your person. You know, they're not, they're not ready. 
And on top of that, so yes, I said all of that, but then on top of that, I met with someone who I, <laughs> she, we sat down and she talked to me about her experience with my ex and things that he tried to do and da da da. And so I came back very broken a little bit again of just hearing new information. And I remember FaceTiming with him and I said, and I started crying and I was just like, oh my goodness, I have so much healing to do. And I said, in no way do you need to walk this journey with me. Like I'm going to have triggers. I'm going to have different things that I'm still working through. And this is all my own stuff. And he just looked at me and he said, that's okay. And he held space for it. He didn't try to fix it. He didn't try to, you know, make sense of it. He just, okay, this is yours. And that's another thing I want to tell people, like we're all healing through something, whether it was childhood, whether it was relationship, whatever it may be, we're usually always still kind of healing through something. And the more open and upfront you could be with your triggers, oh, the more like lighthearted and open it can be in and real <laughs> that it can be in relationship. And no matter how ready I or not I was, I was with someone who allowed me to walk my own healing journey while not running away. Oh, I'm so obsessed right now. And Nathan and I have hung out with you and Dom and you just have this beautiful connection, this beautiful relationship. I love watching you guys online. And I love the fact that you just hit on the fact that like, we're all healing from something. We have to do this journey together. Even Nathan and I, we've been at completely different spaces in our lives. I have taken great leaps in, you know, helping myself and healing myself. And, you know, he had to, you know, he walked that journey with me. He didn't try to like, like you said, he wasn't trying, he couldn't fix it. I had to do it myself. And, but the cool thing about my partnership and yours is the fact that like, when I was doing that, he wanted to continue to heal himself as well and educate himself in the journey. And even though we're at different places in life, sometimes he's ahead of me and sometimes I'm, you know, ahead of him, but we're both willing to work on ourselves. We're both willing to take this journey of self-development and you know, growth. And it's just so magical when you can find a partnership like that. And I love that we talked about this. I didn't know if we'd get into this, but I love that we talked about it because I want people to understand that it's possible. Everything is possible. A successful business, integrity, a good relationship. Like none of this is easy. We're not going to pretend like it's just like this cakewalk. <laughs> just, no, shaking no. <laughs> yeah, just shaking her head. No. It's taken a lot of work, but it is totally possible. And that is just, you know, one of the reasons why I'm just in love with you. I respect the living daylights out of you. You just know that I just look at you with such, you know, um, just, just so much grace. You have so much grace and just who you are as a human being. I'm just eternally really grateful. You, you were that person for me and I'm so thankful. And I do want to respect your time. And I know that everyone's going to love this podcast. And I know you guys will all follow Jen, not only for uh, her healing journey in pain, injury, mobility, all the things, but just who she is as a human and her and Dom are so damn cute. They have so many great photos. I will say, and I've told, I put this on Dom's Insta. He probably showed you this. I will not hang out with you guys in any summer months. I'm totally okay to do it in all the months where there's parkas involved, but uh -huh. anything where there's no clothes involved, um, they may be the fittest, best looking couple on the internet. <laughs> I will hang out with you in minus 30 degree weather, girlfriend, all day long. 
Uh, you'll be happy to know that once we got married, all like food restriction or anything went out the window. And so we've been eating all of the things and Girl. putting on some extra. That is a lie. I've seen body. the photos of you guys on the water as of late. And you are by far, there is not a hotter, more in shape couple <laughs> online at all, period. Hands down. So if you don't, if anything, just go look at Jen and Dom online. They are like very much like the epitome, the the optimal body, we might say, the optimal body, like her method, the optimal body method. Um, Before you tell everyone where they can find you, I do have one last question. Um, I ask everyone, what is one decision you were afraid to make that like once you made it, it ended up either being the best decision or um, a lesson. What What is that decision that you've made? Um, walking away and choosing me. <laughs> that was seriously in all ways, whether it was work or personal or anything, uh, walking away and choosing me and really choosing what my core values are. Like that is everything. I didn't agree with everything that was going on in the clinic. And to me, that's out of integrity, right? So if I'm going to walk away and I'm going to choose me, I'm going to choose the way that I believe just works for me personally, you know, not for anyone else and same in the relationship. Like I was told that you can't have this thriving, amazing relationship. And, you know, it's just, I, I was told things couldn't happen. And when you trust yourself and you walk away to what serves you, like the best decisions ever. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> where can everyone find you, Jen? Dr. and Fit on all the places, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, website, Dr. and Fit, all the things. And you and Dom have a podcast together. We do have a podcast together. He is also a doctor of physical therapy for anyone who didn't know. Um, (laughs) They're both doctors and they're both hot (laughs) and they're both really nice. What is wrong? Nothing. They're perfect. We love them. We are not perfect. Lots of things that might annoy people, but it's okay. We try to help where we can. Um, But yes, you can find us and learn more about your body at the Optimal Body Podcast. We try to do things that hit on various diagnoses, pain points, and then also bring in some health experts in places that we don't know. Oh, perfect. Well, we'll put everything in the show notes. I thank you so, so much for taking this time, especially on like your honeymoon year. Uh, Like I can't wait for the actual real, real wedding. Again, winter would be optimal. Um, (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much for making time for me today. I love you. All right. Bye. Are you one of the many people each month that tell me they can't find a tribe of like-minded people who are ready to decide it's their turn? If so, I have the absolute solution for you. It's the Decide It's Your Turn Network, a tribe of like-minded, high-vibe humans who are ready to thrive in life and business. It's a community off social media in its own private app where I come in and teach twice a month live, taking your questions, connecting you with amazing humans from around the globe, all for less than $100 a month. The Decide It's Your Turn Network. You guys, check out the show notes, find the link, christinalacure.com forward slash network.
Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.